following program is paid for and presented by Tony Mart Presents. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. The following program is pre-recorded. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? We have to confess, we are pre-recording today, something we don't do very often. But when you hear this on August 4th, we'll be crawling off of the legendary, I mean, February 4th, excuse me. When you hear this on February 4th, we'll be crawling off of the legendary Rhythm and Blues cruise and getting ready to head to New Orleans after seeing some family and friends in South Florida. We're going in and out of Port Everglades, Nancy and me, and that means this is Tony Mark Presents, music, food, fun, and travel. And we are not live, but we are recording today from the studios in Northfield, New Jersey, WPG 1450 AM, 95.5 FM, and of course, you can hear it on TonyMart.com. You can also go to the WPG website and link into whatever podcasts you want to hear. Since August of 2020, they've been recording and storing the podcasts. So um, if you would like to go back and check one out, if you'd like to find out from us, uh, how, how you can do that, you can send us an email at TonyMartPresents at gmail.com. So we are starting with conversation about the great performers on the legendary Rhythm and Blues Cruise who are going to be, who have been, and who are going to be uh, performing uh, in... Um, Atlantic County at the Jersey Shore, uh, whether it's at um, the concerts on the beach in Summers Point or Mardi Gras AC on the boardwalk at Kennedy Plaza in Atlantic City. We are expecting to uh, hopefully be doing those shows again. We have 11 shows tentatively planned, waiting for approval of the grant funding from the CRDA. And uh, some of the people who uh, you could be seeing there and have seen there, first of all, Walter Trout, uh, whose family came up in Atlantic City, I mean, Ocean City and other parts of South Jersey. His father, he's one of the greatest blues rock and guitar players in the world, uh, played with several big name rock and roll bands. A true rock star, turned blues rock star, Walter Trout. We're going to be uh, with him, and um, we expect he wants to come and see everybody in South Jersey. He loves playing here. We'll be with Taj Mahal. We'll be with Phantom Blues Band. Tommy Castro, uh, as you know, is already booked. Uh, He was kind enough uh, uh, with Randy McDonald to... Uh, be a part of the show, and uh, that's going to be on the 18th of August on the beach 
in Summers Point. Victor Wainwright, you have seen many times. He'll be on the ship, and we have a tentative date for the Prince of the Neville Brothers musical family dynasty, Ivan Neville, who is, of course, the famous Aaron Neville's son, but more like his uncle Papa Funk Neville, R.T. Neville, and uh, we have a tentative date for him in Atlantic City with his great band, Dumpster Funk, one of the finest New Orleans rhythm and blues slash uptown funk bands in the world, pure New Orleans, and we will be with him. Our local girl, Vanessa Collier uh, from Delaware, will be with her, and you all know the two-time Grammy Award winner, Terrence Simeon, will be uh, with him, and uh, he always wants to come and play. If it's Atlantic City, if it's Summers Point, it doesn't matter. He didn't get those Grammys for nothing. He's one of the great performers of world music, Louisiana music, Americana music, Zydeco music. Uh, we're looking forward to being with Terrence, and Terrence is looking forward to coming back here and playing with um, all of us and for all of us here in <laughs> South Jersey. We're also going to talk a little bit about the Mardi Gras as we're headed there and the winter wine sale. We really have been having some fun with that uh, last week with our, uh, on the 21st, I mean, we had some real fun with uh, Mike Myrell and his wife, Julia, who just got her certification as a sommelier. They are kids in a candy shop and just love they are so delighted that they discovered circle and they're going to be on the blues cruise with us uh they they live in cape may courthouse but they'll be bluesing on the high seas as we like to say we also are going to talk about this special event that the summers point historical society is allowing us to put together with them a touch of class for tony martz on april 22nd 2023, Saturday night. Uh, that's going to be a great event. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. And before I do, I want to say to you that we have a very special guest today, a woman who I greatly respect and admire. We're kicking off the new year with a uh, full interview with the president of the Summers Point City Council, Janice Johnston or as I like to call her, Madam President. And also she is, uh, I believe, the president of the uh, Greater Atlantic County Chamber of Commerce. So we're looking forward to that. And we have lots of interesting things about the city we love, Summers Point. This, this program is about the legacy of Tony Mart, my father who bought Schick's Tavern on the Bayfront 1944, opened it in 45 as the Tony Mark Cafe. And here we are looking back 40 years after Eddie and the Cruisers and all the history that was made at Tony Mart's. So I'd like to start with the Mardi Gras thing. 56 parades. And just go to the Arthur Hardy Guide for the Mardi Gras. Just Google Arthur Hardy Mardi Gras Guide. And you can order, and you can also see some of it online for free, I believe, 
uh, and learn what the Mardi Gras is really about. Uh, the colors of the Mardi Gras, uh, gold for power, which also, of course, <laughs> is money. Purple for justice and the church, of course. That's why during Lent you see purple uh, in the vestments of the... Did I say that correctly, Nance? Vestments? What? Vestments. Excuse me, she's the uh, religious scholar in the family. And green for faith, the people. Keep the faith. You see it all the time in Mardi Gras. Gold, purple, and green. And the Mardi Gras uh, started in New Orleans in the mid-19th century with Rex, the king of carnival, the blue-blooded wasp king of carnival. And, uh, and of course, uh, the Creoles are not wasps. They're Catholic uh, with the French and Spanish blood. Uh, but they were the blue bloods. Then the African crew... With Zulu, uh, decided to put, a, uh, a, a, I think, an oleo margarine or some type of uh, can on the head of their king, Zulu, known from the African warriors. And then the crew of Zulu were born, was born. And to this day, on Mardi Gras Day, Zulu starts on Mardi Gras morning, and Rex brings, brings up the rear coming behind them and it's a phenomenal thing to experience. I hope that any of you that want to see the real Mardi Gras will do what we're doing, which is get some nice, secure seats in the grandstands and watch the parades go by. Uh, there are so many crews, and we will be talking about the crews. One of my favorites, Bacchus, of course, the king of wine. Uh, Endymion, which is a very, very, the biggest uh, and richest, I think, of all the crews on Saturday, the Saturday before, the Saturday before Endymion, which is the Greek demigod or god of fertility. And then uh, the god of music, uh, a crew was started by no less than Harry Connick Jr., uh, whose crew has taken over Lundy Gras, the Monday before Fat Tuesday. So we're going to talk a lot more about that, and we're going to bring you up to date. We also are hoping to have an interview from one of the greatest, well, the greatest hot Creole restaurant in the world, in my opinion. And you know it. You've heard me interview with them before Commander's Palace. However... Uh, we're hoping to have Lolly Brennan herself on the show, and, and you know I'm going to be there eating. That's for damn sure uh, at one of our favorite places. Uh, so a lot's to come from New Orleans. I do want to talk for a minute about some of the music that is going to be happening in Summers Point. First of all, this event that Kirk Garrity and Walt Gregory and uh, – Lynn McEwen and all of our friends at the Summers Point Historical Society are going to be doing on Saturday, April 22nd. I call it a touch of class for Tony March because that's what she said uh, when the uh, Eddie's girlfriend walked into the Mart and Tommy Berenger was supposed to be playing 
a baby grand piano in the middle of the dance floor, which you would never have found in reality, but that was Hollywood. That wasn't a reality. And uh, she says, a touch of class for Tony Martz. And that's the scene that Kirk Garrity once reenacted. And we're going to have the vivacious, beautiful, and so talented Destiny Monroe perform that along with Billy Walton and Toons. Michael Toons and Toons, the sax player, the only real rock star in um, the uh, movie. Uh, is going to um, be performing a live show that night, starting at six o'clock at the Broadway, excuse me, the Gateway Playhouse. And <clears throat> after the show, and after Tunes plays his iconic solo in Tender Years, and Destiny sings the song, uh, then we're going to show the movie. Eddie and the Cruisers. After it's all done, uh, there's an after party at Josie Kelly's public house, and the Billy Walton band will be will be performing after the movie at around nine o'clock. So it's a big night uh, at Josie Kelly's, and of course with the Summers Point Historical Society, as Tony Mart presents a touch of class for Tony Martz and. Uh, I um, am certain that you will be seeing emails about tickets on this. Probably by the time you hear this radio show, if not, certainly a matter of days afterwards. August, uh, February 22nd, a touch of class for Tony Martz. We also have the big news about the Rock and Roll Thursdays. We're going to be calling that Tony Mark Presents Rockin' the Point. Last year, we did country. Quite honestly, I was out of my element. But this year, we have no less than our rock and soul Jersey Shore guitar hero, Billy Walton, and his full band with Destiny Monroe at the point, at the beautiful, popular, tropical nightclub and tiki bar on the historic Summers Point Bayfront, the point, uh, every Thursday night, beginning on the 22nd of June through August 31st, every Thursday night from 6 to 10, uh, the great Billy Walton band, and we'll be there, we'll be a part of it, partying and hanging out and doing what we do best. And this, of course, creates a tremendous double whammy now that we're giving Summers Point, giving our regional guests, our county guests, people from South Jersey, people come in for the beach concerts from as far as Massachusetts and Virginia, Ohio. Uh, I remember that uh, Wes Wayne used to say he was amazed when people would call from Ohio and say, are you really having that band for free on the beach? Well, that'll be Friday nights beginning June 16th. And the following week, June 22nd, you'll have Thursday nights when Tony Mark presents Rockin' the Point at the point. And then on Friday nights, just up the street, a few blocks, uh, the Summers Point concerts on the beach. And uh, we have no less than 
Martin Barr and the original founding members of Jethro Tull on June 30th at the beach for free, performing their tribute to their album, Aqualung. And all of those rock and guitar parts were created by Martin Barr. And he is very actually loves coming and playing on the beach in Summers Point. And we're looking forward to that on June 16th. The Blood Brothers. The Blood Brothers are Mike Zito and Albert Castilia, uh, two great rock and guitarists, blues rockers. Joe Bonamassa just produced their new album, and that's a big deal. You know, Joe Bonamassa basically is the biggest name in the blues other than Buddy Guy uh, at this time and B.B. King posthumously. And by the way, you may hear something about the original B.B. King Museum Band from Memphis. They're going to be on the ship with us, and uh, you might just... uh, Hopefully hear a surprise about them coming to the Atlantic City Boardwalk. Uh, if Creta gives us the funding, that's the kind of thing we do. But Joe Bonamassa is probably the biggest name in blues rock in the world today. And he just produced the Blood Brothers album. And we have them. We have the Blood Brothers kicking off the beach concerts on June 16th. And then the Tony Mart All-Stars on June 23rd with an encore performance of Everybody Loves Ernie. And this is a show, we'll do a special tribute to Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, who are part of the show anyway, but we'll feature them and extend it. I know uh, everybody loves the way that the Tony Mart All-Stars do the Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. But also, we'll be paying tribute to the great classic rock guitar players, Carlos Santana, Jimi Hendrix, a little Creedence Clearwater Revival, and um, many more. Jimmy Page with some Led Zeppelin, a lot of your favorite classic rock guitarists. And of course, we also have to remember George Harrison and John Lennon, and there'll be some Beatles. That's on June 23rd. And while we're talking about the Beatles, we have, we're very proud to announce this has not been released yet. So sometimes I like to do this, just throw something out there so people will uh, appreciate what it is we're doing. The Weaklings, uh, which is one of the finest, if not the finest, Beatles music bands. They're not just a tribute band. They also have their own Beatles uh, music that they compose. In other words, they're originals that are uh, in the style of the Beatles. And they are led uh, by a true rock star, Glenn Burtnick, who is the original Paul McCartney in Beatlemania. And he also uh, recorded and performed with Sticks and ELO. And he leads the band up front, uh, playing bass and singing. This will be the 14th of July. Uh, a great night of Beatles music with the Weaklings. And the following week, one of everybody's favorite party dance bands, the great Dane Anthony band. We love Nancy and I and all our friends love Dane Anthony so much. He's one of the greatest. Uh, 
So we've got a lot of fun to come. Hopefully that'll warm you up a little bit. And if not, then maybe the winter wine sale at Circle Liquor Store. Let's start with this red Zinfandel. I love this red Zinfandel. It's called, it's from um, Gedman's. And all you have to do is just, it's a Mendocino 2019. It's originally a $24 bottle. Marked down to seventeen ninety nine. This is a perfect zesty, spicy red Zinfandel for your Valentine table or afterwards with a little chocolate. But absolutely, uh, uh, I want you to try this wine and go over there and, and get it at Circle Wicker. We had it with ribs Saturday night. It was really good with a little salty, sweet rub and my barbecue sauce on a. Uh, rack of spare ribs. That red zin was perfect. We also had pasta with truffles that night, a, a truffle sauce I made especially for Linda Bader Archambault. Most of you know uh, Linda Bader's dad was the uh, chief of police. He was my father's personal friend and used to drink with dad and then walk him across the street with the money. Uh, that's what they did in those days. Dad had these tackle boxes stuffed with money, and Lynn Bader would walk her, walk him across. Well, Linda Bader's a very, very close friend, one of Nancy's closest girlfriends, and she loves pasta with truffle sauce. And so we made that, and with that, we had the nice light Veneto wine, Palazzo della Torre, a 2018 Veneto Northern Italian light table wine and it went really well $25 bottle $17.99 this is made from the same grape that is featured in the the famous Italian Amarone uh, wines the Corvino the Corvino uh, grape and this will be uh, a great one to grab by the way those gift boxes are sitting there as you walk in to Circle Liquor. On your left side are the gift boxes, and, and <laughs> they were still there as of um, um, as of the um, last time I was in Circle, which was uh, uh, on Friday the twentieth. They were uh, sitting there, and um, these are fantastic because they're they have things like. Remy Martin and fine scotches and Maker's Mark bourbon, full bottles with uh, swag, you know, different things, ornaments, coasters, uh, different things that go with the uh, glasses, of course, cups. Uh, and they're really beautiful. 20 to $50 is a tremendous value for the leftover gifts. And of course, they will make fine gifts for the Super Bowl parties for your hosts. Uh, also, I want to mention, if you want to go high-end, the Olivia Lafleve White Burgundy. You know, these are the finest French Chardonnays, the White Burgundies. You know, wines like uh, Montrachet and Mersal. These are wines that cost hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars. Um, but... The Lafleve White Burgundy from 
this region, twenty nine ninety nine. That is a very fine wine. And you know, uh, as we were talking about last week, the uh, wines of this caliber are, you know, obviously they're not like the thousand dollar bottles, the two hundred dollar bottles, but um, they are close a lot of times. They are so good because Chet uh, finds them and brings them out. We were talking about the Camus. You know, a lot of times you'll pay uh, $200 for Camus. Now, Circle, uh, when they had our big tasting uh, last year, was actually selling it for $80 a bottle. But that's almost unheard of. However, when my friends... uh, Julia and Mike Myrell met Chet. I took them over there, and uh, they, of course, fell in love with the circle because Chet said, I have this cereal Cabernet Sauvignon from Paso Robles, and it is a $45 bottle, but I'm selling it for 22 <laughs> Actually, he added even on more of a discount than that. And um, he uh, has introduced it to them, and I tasted it for the first time Saturday night, and I'll tell you something. This is a really excellent Cabernet Sauvignon from Paso Robles, and Chet has it over there, a $45 bottle for $22 uh, right now. And and also, you know, it's nice to have some of those um, – sweet and spicy German wines uh, around uh, this time of the year. And uh, they have a Gewurztraminer uh, that I really love uh, that you can get. It's a spicy Alsatian dry Gewurztraminer. So it's got spice, but it's dry. It's not sweet. It's a $30 plus bottle, Trimbach, T-R-I-M-B-A-C-H, where you just say, I want that special Alsatian wine, $30 plus bottle, $19.99. So there are some really fantastic deals on this winter wine. Uh, Another one that I I have to mention, a lot of people like to buy uh, wine for $12 a bottle. And fortunately, uh, uh, at the Circle Liquor Store, uh, you can uh, buy great wines for $12 a bottle. Schlumberger, which, uh, <laughs> if you say it in English or German, it's Schlumberger, but it's Schlumberger. And uh, they have a Cabernet Sauvignon for $12 on this uh, wine sale, which is just absolutely excellent for the price. And then, of course, our other favorite, the which is actually less than twelve dollars, the Cayman, uh, the um, excuse me, the uh, Bacchus, like the crew on uh, the Sunday before Mardi Gras, the god of Roman, the Roman god of wine, Bacchus, and uh, so you can you can really enjoy great wines, and you can find these wines by going to Circle and talking with them, and it's not just about wine, and you can talk to Jordan beer guy. They are getting 20 to 30 uh, a week right now of these special seasonal brews 
and the winter brews. And uh, it is uh, something absolutely uh, fun. The place that's fun to get ready to party, uh, to let the good times roll. Uh, that's what you uh, like when we're talking about uh, good times here. And uh, I love the Circle Wicker Store. I'm so proud to have them. Uh, and uh, they do so much for the community. This year we had the Circle uh, Wicker Wine Garden and Tasting at the Good Old Days Festival. Another great party. And we say and we uh, were able to raise hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh, for the festival. Uh, thanks to their their participation. Um, we want to thank Circle Wicker Store for everything that they do. And uh, uh, I strongly suggest you go on over there. Maybe, you know, the bourbons are the rage. They have over 200 bourbons and two to 300 wines on sale right now at the winter wine sale. Here is Madam President herself coming right in. It's so nice to see you, Janice. Uh, I told everybody that they'll be hearing this on the 4th of February because I'll be crawling off the blues cruise and be in no shape to do this interview. But I, I just want to say, you know, and I want to share something with you over the weekend, uh, Janice. Um, I heard a great interview from Davos, Switzerland, where all the world leaders are. And the premier of Greece said, uh, he's the new premier of Greece, and he's done a great job bringing them out of financial crisis. And he was a tremendously successful businessman and self-made multimillionaire. And they asked him, Fareed asked him, he said, uh, well, what's, the, what's it like, the difference between running a big business and running a country? And he said, oh, oh, you don't know. The politics is so tricky. It's so hard being the premier of this country. And I know your successful career as a realtor, you can empathize with that. I want to welcome to the show, everybody, uh, our great city council president, Madam President Janice Johnson. Janice, Happy New Year, darling. Thank you, Carmen. Thanks for having me today. Happy New Year to you as well. You know, I just want to start by saying how hard you work and how much you work. You know, with you, it's the progressive leadership but it really comes down to the hard work. Give us an idea of how much time uh, you give and devote to uh, keeping the city council of Summers Point uh, going for us. It's a lot. I mean, I've never, I don't, I don't think I want to add up the hours I put in every <laughs> week. Because, <laughs> but uh, it's a lot. I think, um, you know, most people that the public, all they see is us every other week at a council meeting and what it takes to get to that meeting is a lot um every council member is on at least three or four committees um and i'm in city hall for meetings you know three and four times a week at least depending on what's going on and then we have conference calls and phone calls and talking to your residents that have issues that you know we're, that we need to fix and so it's um it's never ending. I do enjoy it, but it, it is a lot of work. And uh, You do enjoy it, but you do really, she really works hard. And um, I remember when I was a city council person, uh, 
I uh, used to get that paycheck and said, I can't believe I do all of that work for this money. Another reason why you don't want to figure out how many hours you work. <laughs> right. <laughs> you definitely do not do it for the money, that's for sure. But you are, I know you have a lot of pride in your sense of accomplishment. And one of the big things that you're challenged with is trying to raise revenues for the city to hold the line on the tax rates. And um, you just successfully put together with your colleagues. Please don't let me give you anybody the impression that she's the Lone Ranger up there. She's got great people with her. And, and I know you work well with Jason, the new uh, city administrator. Right? Uh, but you just accomplished something really good at Summers Point Village. And I would like you to touch on that so people understand how uh, we we benefit from your hard work. So we're, we're entering into a pilot program with Summers Point Village. And we worked on this for at least eight or ten months, I'm going to say, last year, uh, along with the professionals that we have, our attorney, our our solicitor and Jason and the budget committee and a lot of meetings and a lot of advice from the professionals. Uh, we worked with the owners of the village to come up with the main, the main part of this uh, pilot for me, the most important part of this pilot. Yes. Money is important. The city's going to, uh, the revenue for the city is going to be over the 30 year pilot at a minimum. It's going to be $5 million more in revenue to the city. Wow. So that's very, very important, but more important than that is the quality of life for the residents there. And we were very specific about what we wanted done there to improve the quality of life for those residents. And I give the owners, uh, credit because they agreed to just about everything that we asked for. They met with our police chief and a couple of the other officers to talk about security. Uh, they're going to spend a lot of money to redo every single unit. Right. Uh, also do a lot of improvements outside. They're going to build a community center. They're going to uh, partner with one of our local churches and do some programs for the kids and for the residents. The there. community center is so big because you need to have something for these kids to yeah. keep them off the street and to keep them focused on good things. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, and they need that the residents deserve a safe place to live. Right. So they already have a lot of rules in place, but uh, they weren't being enforced. So right. with this pilot, that's one of the things that they have to do. And we're going to follow up and we're going to make sure everything gets done with what was agreed right. to. And um, I think it's great. I think it's going to be great. It's not, you know, it's great for the city and it's great for the owners. They're going to have a nice property and, and it's going to be safe for these people to live and it'll continue to be 100% rented. So, it is um, great. It is great. And for those of you who are not familiar with these types of things, pilot is payment in lieu of taxes. That's when a municipality gets into a sophisticated relationship where both the property owner and the municipality, and of course the taxpayers in the municipality benefit from a schedule of payments. As John has just explained that nets over 30 years, $5 million more for the city. Well, guess what? The people who live here now, their children will appreciate that. And this is how it's done. And I just want to say, one thing, when you mentioned the chief of police, you know, Bobby Summers, of course, I've known Bobby Summers for years. We all, you know, grew up in Summers Point and uh, the Summers family. 
But there's a guy who is an intelligent, proactive police chief in a contemporary sense, participating in projects like this and keeping his eye on things. And that's a big part of your team right there. Absolutely. I can call him anytime and ask him questions. And he's always been very helpful and and very open. And I appreciate what he does and what our whole police department does. Right. They they work really hard and they are great. They are such a great staff right now, but they're, they're doing it. They're getting it done. They are. We've always had one of the best going back to, I was talking about Linda's father, Lynn Bader before you got here, but um, I have the same experience with Bobby Summers uh, when it comes to our, you know, our chief of police overseeing and working with us on the beach concerts. I remember last year when we had to jiggle the times a little bit because of uh, 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 Sylvester Stallone wanting to take John Cafferty from us. And um, Bobby is, you know, he just, Let's figure it out and let's get it done. And and I, I really want to. I'm glad you mentioned him so much because I want to thank him uh, personally on be and on behalf of uh, my wife, the chairwoman of the beach concerts, and the entire beach concert committee for being so great. But we really have to focus on uh, trying to uh, utilize the properties and realizing revenue from our properties. You know, we have too many empty lots and and too many um, properties that are not doing what they need to do, not only for taxes, but also for economic development and jobs in the community. Absolutely, and that's that's what we, last year we did besides the pilot for the village. There's also two other developments that are gonna happen. One's already started on the corner of Shore and Pleasant. Or pleasure, I guess it's pleasure. Right. And there's right. five boarded up right houses. Right by the Dairy Queen. Yeah, there's five boarded up houses that were there for years. Right. That, they were a they real eyesore. And they were trouble before they were boarded up, but um, that's going to be 12 beautiful townhomes and also a, a parking lot for the residents across the street in those apartments because they uh, they don't have nearly enough parking for their right. residents. Right. There. Everything that everybody does always uh, has the considerations of the the parking, and uh, I know that um, there's a lot of other projects you're looking at, wanting uh, wanting to try to get started and and slowly uh, slowly ease into. Uh, uh, I um, I also know that uh, I don't know. Are there any others you want to mention or? Well, the Paddle Club, which is where the old Bubba Max used to be, there right. should be breaking ground this year sometime. Hopefully right, year. and that's going to be uh, the private swim club. Right, just seasonal, you know, just you know Memorial Day to Labor Day, I think, or and uh, and just a private uh, swim club. Initially, it'll be open just for Summers Point residents to join until they get you know to a certain number and then they'll open it up to the rest of the county but um, initially it's for summer's point residents so they have two other ones they have one in cape may that's already up and running it's been there a couple of years it's beautiful and they're building one in brigantine as well so it's, and they think it's going to work in summer's point this is something that i'm interested in because uh, i my swimming pool is in tucson so <laughs> i don't use that much in the summer here but uh if they have a nice accessible pool for somebody like me to be able to do aqua exercise, this is a big thing to me, you know, and back to the money side of it, 
when that uh, swim club is developed, the value of that property will go up and the tax revenues uh, will increase to the city absolutely. significantly. Absolutely. It's going to be a great rateable. And they're also uh, part of the development. They have to meet our affordable housing requirements. So there will be three apartments there right on that property that will that'll go towards some of our credit for affordable housing. We are blessed with this fantastic bayfront that we have. And uh, <clears throat> everybody who knows me and knows about this show, you know, the show is Tony Mart Presents. And Tony Mart, of course, is a part of the musical legacy, the history, uh, the historic culture of uh, Summers Point. And uh, that's something that, in a way, uh, you and, and your colleagues, uh, you're very fortunate to have Rick DePampolis now, a great, uh, great experienced guy. Uh, I know you're uh, relying on him already. Big time, yeah. <laughs> His experience. He's great. You know, whenever you sit with Rick, he always has that that voice of experience and, and the knowledge. Eight, 18 years as the mayor of Linwood, and and, uh, and you have uh, you have so many people that are uh, able to help you. Uh, but we need to enhance, I think, and improve that bayfront in a way that celebrates. Uh, the the legacy, and I know you are very, very much uh, a uh, a proponent of this. Um, we we're talking, you know, about things like murals and statuary and landscaping and infrastructure mm -hmm. improvements and private public partnerships to make this happen. Well, Summers Point has just that Bay Avenue, the, the music history of things that happened there. We should be. Talking, I learn new things all the time. Oh my God, that's who started right. at Tony Morrison. Right. And it's just um, amazing. And we should be taking advantage of that and, and educate people and let them know. So that whole area from Shore Road down to Bay Avenue, I think is, we have a lot of right. great businesses there and some new stuff coming up and it's just exciting all the stuff that's happening. Right. And, and I, I'm, I'm excited about that, that project there. Uh, where the old shoe store used to be. Uh, that's that's another thing that was really falling apart. And uh, uh, Kathleen Lloyd and uh, Dermot are, are going to make that into a really interesting kind of culinary-themed store with some prepared foods and stuff like that. And people don't invest in a community like that mm -hmm. unless there's somebody like you doing what you do and being the way you are. That's why you're, you know, one of my personal favorites because I love the attitude and the the, to the progressive uh, agenda, you know. Uh, and then I know that you're right now uh, looking for uh, more to do. Well, we one of the things I'm really excited about is we were just awarded a grant for eight hundred and sixteen thousand dollars. Wow! For the short to improve the uh, safety in that shore road corridor from the bridge all the way down to Ocean Heights Avenue. Right. So we asked the county first because that's a county road, but we asked them and they did a study or we did a study together. And uh, that's we're meeting over the next couple of weeks to see what came out of that and what we can do to make it pedestrian safety 
bike safety and as right. well as driving. Right. So with everything that's going on, you have to think about the other side of it too, and that road needs to be safe. So. Right. Well, yeah, I uh, I've agreed. You have said all along since you started uh, a few years ago as a city council representative and then president that uh, you know they're integral. Uh, Shore Road and Bay Avenue are really together, uh, are really a part uh, uh, of the historic Bayfront, and of course. The Summers Point uh, Mansion, the Summers Mansion, oh. is a, a great part of that as well. And they're doing a great job there. Oh, yeah. with the farmers market last summer was definitely uh, right. a benefit and a success, and it's, it's going to be even better this year. And just what the Patriots are doing at the mansion to promote it a little bit more and have events there. It's great. So uh, it's that whole week, so you can get a cup of coffee at the little new cafe and go tour the mansion and see the right. events and go have lunch at Josie Kelly's and go right. to Gregory's and go to Charlie's and go to the Anchorage and what, you know, whatever else. The Art else. Museum, you know, Art Gallery on Bay Avenue. I mean, there's just so much that you can just walk right there. And it's there, and but there, there's going to be, I think, the opportunity to do so much more. And that's what we're really focused on is uh, improving and embellishing and making it even better, uh, not just for us, but for for our families, right. our, our children. You know? And we do have to think about revenue. We need the rateables. We have a tough budget coming up this year. Everything right. is increasing, you know, right. health insurance and picking up the recyclables. And it's, it's, it's going to be a tough one. So we have some work ahead of us, but we have to think about revenue. So... Well, you know, the opportunity is there. The development is coming. Um, this uh, historic bayfront and other ancillary areas of uh, the first ward, I call it, of my neighborhood where I grew up, uh, There, there's going to be development and there's going to be changes. And it's up to you uh, to, uh, you. when I say you, I mean you plural, you and your colleagues uh, to be able to, manage it. And uh, uh, I know that you just brought on one of the premier uh, attorneys in the state of New Jersey to help you do that. And uh, I know that you're working every day talking with uh, private investors. That second wave is coming from Ocean City. And I, for one, I'm really happy that we have somebody like you and, and Ricky and Joe McCary and uh, our other Council people, uh, Sean McGuigan, Howard, uh, you know, Mike, to, Mike Owen. And Mike Owen. They, 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 Karen, Karen said, Bruno. And Karen Bruno. Bruno. Uh, yeah. they, they really, you are good at leading them by building consensus, and uh, we need that. We, we need that because all of this is coming. Mm -hmm. We're working well together, and I think we're all on the same page. We want what's best for the city and for that area, especially and for the residents in that area. We, we need to be cognizant of their quality of life as well. Right. So, uh, everybody's on the same page with that. Um, I think a lot of the components are there. Obviously, you know, I would love to see, uh, and I think I will. We will see. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm just thinking. I hope I live long enough to enjoy it all. Uh, things like uh, statues. Uh, something dedicated to all the great musicians. Uh, you know, um, every day, some of these people become more and more uh, 
famous. Uh, for instance, I just found out that, uh, you know, Conway Twitty, who played for years at Tony Martz, uh, he was um, involved with Loretta Lynn for a lot of years. And their grandchildren, okay, are out doing uh, Twitty and uh, uh, Conway and Lynn, a tribute to uh, Conway Twitty and Loretta Lynn, you know. And this is somebody who played softball on our, our softball field. Okay, and uh, hung out at the mart. And uh, these kinds of people need to be in statuary and murals. I mean, rock and roll. Uh, I mean, country music hall of fame. Uh, you know, uh, it's a precious, precious heritage. And I, and I for one, am, uh, as I said, very grateful that we have you. I haven't had you on the show for a while. Right? Since the summer, I think, yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to having you often this year because I know that you're not able to talk about some of the uh, private public conversations that are going on uh, until the, they, they become uh, they become uh, at a point where uh, legally uh, you can start to do what uh, what is required in order to make things happen. But I know that there's a lot, of, a lot in the uh, in the pipeline, so to speak, and I look forward to you being able to come back and uh, and, and explain some of these things. I will. Uh, there's to a, us. Lot, a lot of interest in Summers Point right now with right. Um, you know people that are want to spend money. So right, um, it's all good. And a community needs that investment. It's it's the best thing for our families and for our future, and I'm I'm very, uh, very, very uh, pleased about that, uh, Janice. I uh, I really appreciate you uh, coming and, and sharing time with us uh, uh, about this, um, and I I really hope that you'll be able to um, uh, come back. Uh, you know, maybe in March we'll I make a date. Okay. Uh, and uh, you know, in April, the historical society is showing Eddie and the Cruisers. I talked about that earlier in yeah, the show. Yeah, and we're going to have a party at Jersey uh, Kelly's yeah, afterwards. Good, good. yeah, that's uh, going to be a fun. Yeah. yeah, and we we really love uh, love what uh, Josie Kelly's is doing. Uh, I mean, the point is uh, where we're going to be partying in the summer is probably the most successful nightclub since Tony Martz. Closed, uh, but in the winter <laughs> there is no outdoor nightclub. <laughs> and Kathleen and Dermot are doing so many great things, uh, uh, and I, I think they deserve. Uh, and you know, and, and they're right next to Gregory's. Gregory's is such a great restaurant. You know, you've got that that ambiance going. Charlie's is such a great sports bar. You know, and uh, uh, we're really proud of that, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Before about the police, I can't give them enough praise. Uh, all the all the police and, and and all the people that do so much uh, to help us, and and of course it takes the leadership that you are brought to the table with your own your own charming style, and uh, I, I think that really is great. We we have too much confrontation and controversy. Uh, you're a consensus builder, and uh, you know when I was leading the city, uh, that was uh, part of what 
Danny Riley, the mayor, and me on the city council, we wanted to build consensus. We wanted to take time and get everybody on the same page. And, and you take the time to do that. And I know you're available for people to come and meet with you and talk with you. And, and you're always um, very good that way. You know? oh, thank you. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> and I thank you for coming here and, and spending uh, this time with us. Uh, we're uh, going to be uh, closing it down. Be, be, we only have a few minutes left. That always goes so fast. Is there anything that you would like to share with uh, our, our friends out there? Uh, I know a lot of people listen and enjoy our Saturday shows. I think we I uh, think we covered a lot in that short period of time, but uh, but I'm here. Any suggestions? Any ideas? Anything that that I can do? Just reach out. That's what's that's what's important is uh, uh, that uh, you have we have accessible people. You know you can I know you can. Uh, Rick is happy to talk to anybody anytime. Really, all the council. Everybody council is yeah, very and, accessible. Yeah, they are, and and and. Uh, and that's that's really important for Summers Point. Uh, I'm really very, uh, very, very uh, pleased that uh, we have gotten back to this point uh, because we had a very progressive council. And now under your leadership with all of the folks we're talking about, we're celebrating that again. And we'll be back here with Janice in March talking about some of the things that we did. Thank you, Janice. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you, Tom. And we're getting ready to go on to Mardi Gras. And uh, we also are planning for all of the great things that are going to be happening here in Summers Point. Um, Nancy, if you want to come over and join us, maybe we'll have uh, Madam President uh, join us uh, when we tell everybody what it is we're all about here. Tony Marr presents Music, Food, Fun, travel and of course we're traveling to florida to the caribbean and also uh, to new orleans for the mardi gras so until we see everybody until next time everybody uh, for janice and nancy and all of us at tony marts let, let the, the good, good times, times roll, roll.